This is Behold, a VBC podcast. Our goal is to examine biblical truth that will better equip you to behold the glory of the Lord more fully in your daily life. I'm Sean Helch, and I'm joined by Dan Gillette and Nathan Baird. We each serve in different roles at Valley Bible Church. Without further ado, here is the Behold podcast. Well, hello there. Uh, thanks for tuning in for yet another week of the Behold podcast. Uh, this week, it is me, Sean, and Dan, and the one and only Nathan Baird, which we're really excited about. But before we get into uh, this week's podcast, we wanted to stop and lift up and pray for our dear sister, Sarah Mang. Many of you know her and know that for her entire life, she's had um, this this very serious disease that she's been battling. And for the last several weeks and months, she's been in very critical condition. And a lot of you have been following her her progress and the ups and downs, uh, but right now she is in very critical condition. And so we just wanted to stop and pray on her behalf before we start the show. So uh, let's pray, gentlemen. Father God, Lord, we just turn to you and Lord, we, we reach out to you as our Abba Father, as our sovereign King as creator and sustainer of all things, Lord. And we entrust ourselves into your, your power and your, your sovereignty. And Lord, we, we, we trust your faithfulness and expect for you to, to, to do what you see is, is best for your people and best for Sarah. Um, And God, as, as we all watch Sarah and as we all, pray for her. Would you deepen our trust in you and deepen our hope in what's to come? But Lord, we, we pray for a miracle for Sarah. God, we, we love our sister, Lord, and we know that your plans and your ways are beyond our understanding, Lord, but we petition you and we pray for more time with Sarah, God. Lord, she is a, a just a, a servant of you and your people, Lord. And we would just be delighted to be able to continue serving with your daughter and with our sister, God. So Lord, we we pray for a complete and a miraculous healing of Sarah's body, of her lungs, of her lymph system, Lord, and just bring vitality into her body to allow her to continue serving you, to continue mothering her children, being a wife to Charlie. God, I pray for Charlie and for the kids throughout all of this that as well for them, that their hope and their trust would just be deepened consistently, God. And Lord, we can't imagine what Charlie is is bearing right now, Lord, but we know that you do. And we know that you uh, are the source of all compassion, of all comfort, of all peace. And so, Lord, we pray that you would pour your grace into Charlie and Sarah and provide those things for them in this time, Lord. Yeah, we thank you, Holy Spirit, that uh, you intercede for us, that when we don't know even how to pray, we're not, uh, we're not smart enough or um, centered, centered enough or, God, when we're just completely at a loss, you, you intercede for us, Holy Spirit. And so I just pray, I just think about all the people all throughout our community and all throughout the world who are praying right now for Sarah and for the family. Um, and would you just, would you just give us help? Um, fill in the gaps of all the things that we're, we're not thinking to pray for. And um, we know that ultimate healing um, comes when we are in your presence, when we are free from this, these earthly bodies and in glory with you. And we cling to that. That is our hope. And, um, we trust you Lord. And, and we know that through suffering, great things, um, are done for your name's sake and and for your kingdom's sake. And so we just pray that you would use the suffering of Sarah and of this family to just to produce things that will last forever in your kingdom and um, just bring comfort to to the to the family and and all of us who are just um, in such great need right now. And uh, 
Lord, we just entrust Sarah to you, and we just ask that your will would be done, Lord. Lord Jesus, we thank you that you are not the God who's far away, but you're the God who's with us. And even as we're preparing to celebrate Christmas, the coming of um, God into the world to take on human flesh, um, we rejoice that you have walked where we've walked. You've been tempted as we are tempted. You've suffered as we've suffered and to a degree that we can't even believe possible. And so you are a merciful high priest. You're able to intercede for us uh, in our time of need and to bring us before the Father. Um, We pray for that reality to sink deeply, um, not just for us as we think about Sarah, but for everyone listening um, as we continue to face challenges and difficulties in our lives. We pray for um, insight into your love and care, even through this situation, because nothing is wasted. You promise that you use these adversities to to make us more like you. I pray for Sarah, um, just as she's with you, that you're not far from her, but you're with her where she is. Um, you're with Charlie, um, that uh, that you your nearness would be so palpable, so so physical um, to them to encourage them to this time. And we, we recognize that um, because of COVID, we're not able to be as close as we'd like to be. So um, Holy Spirit, would you communicate um, to them um, your deep care and our deep care for them? Because we share we share the same Spirit, the same Lord, the same God and Father of all. Mm. We thank you for hearing us, um, for interceding with uh, groans that words can't express, Holy Spirit. And we know that the Father... Um, Father, you hear hear what we're asking, and that you give good gifts. Um, so we pray for your, for your goodness to be clearly seen in the situation. We love you, and we pray these things for the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Um, if you would like updates on Sarah, you can do that at her Caring Bridge website. So that's caringbridge.org/slash/visit/slash/sarah-ming. And, you know, we don't know when you're going to be listening to this podcast. could be Thursday. It could be next Monday. Um, And so we don't know when you listen to this if Sarah's condition will have worsened or if she's been miraculously healed. But either way, one thing's for sure, when you listen to this, the Mang family is going to be needing prayer. And so we encourage you to right now, wherever you are, pause the podcast, pray for the Mangs, and then join us again, and we'll get on with it. And, you know, speaking of Sarah and... You know, I know a lot of you this year have had lost loved ones and in and, and recent years, and that's always a really difficult time of, of grieving and of sorrow, um, of course, right? But one of the things that, that comes out of that, that is, that is a good thing, one of, those, one of those evidences of God's goodness, like we just talked about, is the, the clarity and the hope that it can build in us of the eternity that we're going to spend with Jesus, you know, and thinking about Sarah, for a lot of us, it's, it's of course, we want more time with her. But also, if God chooses to bring her home, thinking about Sarah with a healed body with every tear wiped from her eye is incredible. To think about her in Jesus's presence is unbelievable. And to think about us then rejoining her later on and being with her with a healed body with Jesus for all eternity, it is absolutely amazing. And one of the things that we can cling to in times like this. And so it's so fitting that on Sunday, Gary did just that. He, he in, in our Christmas series, The Thrill of Hope, we're focusing on the hope of the new world, the hope of what's to come in eternity. And so we hope that as you listen to the rest of this podcast, that it does just that for you, that it builds your hope in, in the new world and the new eternity with Jesus and helps you endure things like Sarah's trial and, and other losses and loved ones. So Dan, why don't you kick us off here? Absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's, it's so fitting that, that we're, we're talking about this and, and the way Gary set it up on Sunday was he, he gave us this, he passed along this encouragement from, from the author of Hebrews uh, in Hebrews two, you know, verse three. And it says, basically don't take for granted how great this salvation is that, that Christ has secured for us by, by entering in to creation um, at, at the incarnation. And so he gave us these these five these five things just to 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 thrill us, to wow us, to kind of blow our minds as we think about the world to come. And and he just walked us through just these amazing truths about 
um, the glory of heaven and, and just the, the inheritance that we get to step into because we are in Christ. And, um, and Nate, uh, I know that you've been kind of in your creative, uh, artistic, you know, mind, you've been, you've been kind of taking these five things and, and you've, you've kind of mixed them up and, and thought about them and spent, spun them off in a creative way. So, um, why don't you kind of just tell everybody how you've been interacting with these truths, uh, since Sunday, and then we'll kind of just walk through each of those five things and, and just have a great conversation. So kind of, why don't you set it up and then, and then we'll kind of go back and forth. Yeah, you know, uh, the idea of salvation, uh, many people talk of it as a multifaceted jewel. And um, I think that's because, you know, we, we, there's certain words and certain ideas we think about it, but oftentimes we think about it as a as a being rescued from something instead of rescued to something. Yeah, that's cool. And I think that's mm. kind of the whole point of, of what Gary was sharing, that this great salvation is something uh, positive that we've, mm. been, we've been brought into because Jesus entered into our world to bring us into his world. And so I love Gary mentioned um, this idea of the world on its way. It's already, it's already coming. It's not, it's not something that uh, is static or, or so far away. It's, it's actively approaching us. That's cool. And uh, it's because of what Jesus has done. So, yeah, so I was thinking about these five things that Gary mentioned, and I thought, oh, yeah, I want to I wanna do a remix, you know, uh, nice. like a DJ. And yeah. so, uh, so he gave five <laughs> uh, titles, and I, I came up with five different uh, ways of thinking about those. Yeah. I wonder if you were inspired at all by your son Cadence, who who is really into that right now. <laughs> have you heard? Have you been listening to the he stuff? Is he's so, yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, so he yeah. does. He does these Rook really music cool... on SoundCloud. If you want to check him out, yeah, he does some cool remixes. But so so the first thing that Gary you know brought up as as just we're 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 making sure that we don't neglect this great salvation and thinking about the world to come is he said that people have always longed for more, and he he brought up um, just you know this this. Uh, really this, this, this through line that you see all the way through scripture is that, is that people were, they knew something better was coming, you know? Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think it's something we can all relate to is, is man, this life is not all there is. And so how how did you kind of mix that one up? Yeah. I, 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 I came up with my, my version of that, which is just the thing we have all longed for. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, the word longing, when you, when you, uh, that, that thing that's, that's just out of reach and or or you experience something good, but then it ends somehow, and you you're left with this this taste, but not the full satisfaction. And so there's this deep. It's almost like um, a joyful sorrow because you've got the joy, you got the the reality of the beauty of it, but this this um, this nagging sense that there's something else coming. And it made me think of a quote by C.S. Lewis. He says, "If we find ourselves with a desire that nothing in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation." is that we were made for another world. Wow. And, mm. um, you know, we, we get so used to um, this world and how things go, brokenness, broken relationships, um, s- just scraping by um, disappointment and loss. And we start to think that that's how things are supposed to be. And that's not how things are supposed to be. The gospel gives us a picture of how things were meant to be how things have become, and then what God has done to bring us in, into this new glorious reality. That's amazing. Sean, what you got? Yeah, you know, just I love that that picture you give of like, I want it so bad that it hurts. You know, <laughs> I, just, I need it. And yeah, you just hear that so frequently in people's like life stories of they they do things the world's way and they hit all of the markers and in the latter rungs that would equate to like worldly success and they get to the top and, and yet still there's this hole there, right? There's something missing. So I love that quote of just, Hey, turns out maybe you're not going to find it here, but there's something else, um, which is actually a pretty like humbling and convicting reminder for us because even us, like a lot of those people that I just described are not saved people. You know, they don't, they're not trusting Jesus, but we do trust Jesus. We do know that we have eternity to come and yet still, we can get so easily hung up on on trying to fill our hole with these worldly things, right? Yeah, and and I think probably in all of these things, but but specifically with this one, it it kind of begs the question: if if that's true, then how how are we investing our life? How how are we living? And obviously, uh, the the Hebrews eleven passage that that 
Gary gave us is, is referring to Abraham, right? So he was looking forward to this, this city that has the foundations whose designer and builder is God. And, and so there's, there's this perspective that, man, what I'm doing right now, the, the, the things that God is calling me to do, the, the work that he has for me on this side of eternity, uh, it's, I'm, I'm investing and I have a, I have the long view, right? I've got that eternal perspective. And so I think it's really helpful because it helps us, you know, come to grips with this reality that we're accountable for how we live our life, right? Mm -hmm. Paul, Paul writes about, there's this foundation that is Christ and some of us are building upon it with, you know, wood and hay and, 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 and straw and things that, that are going to be consumed. They're not eternal. They're not going to last forever. And so the encouragement then is, Hey, make sure you're building with stuff that is, is, is precious, you know, like, you know, uh, precious jewels and, and, and fine metals and, and things that will, will withstand, uh, the fire <laughs> so that when mm-hmm. we stand before God in glory, we can say, man, we've, in, we've invested well. And these things that I participated in, um, on this side are carrying over, you know, their eternal things. They, they're going to last forever. And so I thought that was a great encouragement as well. Um, well, and that, that actually, uh, in a way helps, helps us experience the coming world now. Yeah. Because, you know, I was thinking of like, uh, if you've ever been to a family reunion or, or something like that, where you, that first day, you're so excited, you know, maybe day two, some more people kind of trickle in and you're just so excited. But then like by the end of like day four or five, you're <laughs> tired, you're worn out, little kids are cranky, naps have been skipped. You need some alone time. You need some alone time. <laughs> and you're, you're kind of ready for the thing to be over with, right? right? right and right. so there's this decay that happens, even though we in, we're enjoying the thing, there's kind of a decay that happens over time because of fatigue and then maybe you know, Uncle Joe says something that irritates, you know, Sister, you know, Sally and, you know, whatever. Right, right. So, um, but, but when, as we're growing, as we're, as we're um, building with the, the gold and silver, as we're, as we're um, choosing to be like Jesus and to look at him and gaze at him, then we were able in our, even just in our daily lives to sustain that uh, when someone says something harmful or hurtful, we don't respond in anger, and that allows us to preserve the the, the goodness of, of that uh, situation. And so there's a kind of it's there's kind of a benefit now, yeah. even though we're, we're waiting for the the coming. Uh, that kind of reminds me of uh, the the Helches and the Gillettes had a little weekend getaway this uh, this past week to celebrate Sean's birthday, and I'm pretty sure by the end of it. Uh, the the helches were gelletted out. Uh, I was like, oh, when we, when we were, when we were like leaving on the way home, we were trying to like get a get a lunch, and then I I think Sean tapped out. He's like, I'm done. He's like, I think I just got to go home. <laughs> and so okay, first we parted of all, ways. <laughs> let, let me put this in perspective. Okay, and I said this too. Brief tangent here. This is my like least favorite thing out in the wild ever. Is when you're like try when you're with a group you're trying to find a place to eat lunch and then it's like lunch hour so everywhere is like super long waits and you can't find a place that doesn't have a wait i don't know why but there's few things that like irk you more are, than that yeah and not like angry i'm just like man this should not be there's a longing for something better <laughs> yeah. uh but anyways so we went to a place couldn't get in we drove 20 minutes away or 10 minutes away to a pizza place Turns out that day, because of the new COVID shutdown, they had stopped doing dine-in or dine-out. You can only do delivery. You turn around, drove back to downtown. Then it was like a 45-minute wait. So we just said, you know what? This is a sign. Lord, we hear you. We're just going to go home. Well, the Gillette's <laughs> had, had a nice lunch. We Gillette's. had a nice lunch in downtown Sonora, so you guys missed out. No, but but just that <laughs> that whole thing of like, man, just um, just looking forward to there, there being no issues like that. But then also doing what we can to see God's kingdom come now. So I, I think that's great. So um, the, mm-hmm. the second of the five things that that Gary gave us, which I thought was really cool, is and he took it from from Second Peter three ten and Revelation twenty one. Uh, but this this new world, this new kingdom, it comes with some real drama. So. What did you do with that one, Nate? Yeah, I like that word drama and then looking at that Revelation 21, this idea of transformation. So so this new world that's coming that's on its way is is a dramatic, dramatically transformed reality. Kind of like I was saying before how we get used to things as they are. We think that's normal. We think death is normal. We think that sickness is normal. We think that bitterness and anger and resentment are normal. And um, 
quick shout out to my uh, my Delighting in the Trinity book uh, group, especially Nate Merlin, whenever you hear this, Nate. Um, we were actually talking about this last night. And so I want to read Revelation 21, 1 through 5. John writes, Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride, beautifully dressed for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, Look, God's dwelling place is now among the people, and he will dwell with them. They will be his people, and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain, for the old order of things has passed away. He who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. I'm so thankful that Jesus mm. told John to write down <laughs> that description. Mm. He says, that's reality. Don't get caught up in what you think uh, you're stuck in. This is what's happening. Um, in fact, uh, uh, you know, a number of years ago when uh, The Passion of the Christ movie came out, gosh, I, what is that now? Like 15 years ago? <laughs> I didn't want to think about it. It makes <laughs> it's like me yesterday. feel old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> anyway, the, um, the, uh, the writers put in Jesus's mouth on the way to the cross, he turns to his mom as he's as he's being crushed by the cross, he's fallen to the ground. He turns and he sees her and he says, behold, I'm making all things new. Man, that break, every time I see that, I, I weep. Yeah. It's just, it's such that, that again, that, that, that joyful sorrow, that mm-hmm. longing for the reality, the not coming, but not yet. And, um, and so anyway, yeah, this, this is a complete reversal in that passage from Revelation 21. Um, you know, I, I, I note, again, we think oftentimes in pub, you know, popular visions of heaven that we're going up on a cloud and playing harps. But the picture that, that John gives in Revelation is heaven comes down. Mm-hmm. Now the dwelling of God is with men. God yeah. bends down. Once again, this is the whole purpose and whole plan that the shift in how we are is because he is with us in a complete way. Yeah. And I love, I love from the second Peter passage, just there's some really descriptive words in there too, just about that event, right? It says the heavens will pass away with a roar and the heavenly bodies will be burned up and dissolved. I mean, can you guys even just, just imagine that just kind of use your imaginations like, and just think about the cosmos just being consumed and, and everything on earth being exposed for what it actually is that there will be this, like you said, Nate, this, this reality and man, it's so just wild to, to, to picture it. And, um, and also, I don't know if when the last time those of you listening at home have read Jeremiah 31, um, where, where the prophet is, is speaking for God and, and saying, Hey, this is the new covenant. It's a, it's a foreshadow of what Jesus will initiate. And it's a foreshadow of what we see will happen in, in Revelation 21. And just as we, as you look at that day, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to get it. Go, go read it because it is so wonderful. And, and in a, in a year like we've been having, (laughs) it is, it is just, if it doesn't move you to tears, you need to just make, make, check that you're alive, (laughs) check your pulse. Um, Because it's just going to, what God is going to do, what he's promised to do is so wonderful. Hmm. Man, get get excited here. I love to like Gary's description of just like you said, Nate, like these are things that we would consider non-normal happening, you know, <laughs> raining down from the heavens and a sword coming out of Jesus's mouth. Like that's pretty <laughs> abstract to a lot of us, but I love that you just, what you, what you reminded of us is that th- what we have right now, our perception of reality in this world is wrong. It is not normal. These things that we think are normal, suffering, death, selfishness, climbing, like all these things are just not God's design, which I think leads in really well into that third one of how Gary said it's moral environment is ideal. But now let's hear how you said it, Nate. Hey, can I, can I say one more thing before we move on? Nope, you uh, can't. You can never go <laughs> back in time. This is a linear a, podcast. Oh, man. All right. Well, <laughs> no, no, no get, you can't. Get it, get it. Go back. <laughs> 
Yeah, two, so two things. One, uh, I know, Dan, you, your family is reading uh, the Chronicles of Narnia. Yes. Or has, have you yeah. read all of them? We're finished. We're okay. finished. So, man, the last battle, the last like couple oh, chapters so good. Is, is Revelation, and, and it is so, it's so helpful. It's a great Christmas incarnation and Easter and anytime read. Um, don't, and you can even skip the rest of the book if just, just read, read the last bit. Further up and further yeah, in, Further up baby. and further in. It's, it's better, better on. Um, and then... Um, and then what was the other thing? Um, oh, I forget it. It doesn't matter. Oh, there I guess. you go. There you go. So it was just as just as good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I'll just tie, tie off of that. Yeah, and and if you guys want to go back, if you if you didn't already, listen to like the first ten episodes of Behold, something like that, because during that time is when Dan was reading the last battle, and he cried almost every time he talked about it on the podcast. It was I think that I think I tried to read an excerpt and and I just lost it on the podcast and uh, yeah which dan that's really just a testament to how impactful it is so if you haven't yet go read go read chronicles of narnia particularly the whole thing so you get to that last battle which is what we're talking about our last battle um so anyways nate i i love your reminder like you said of just how things are not normal right now and so part of that it's going to be so interesting in the new world all the things that are gone, right, that we consider normal. So why don't you give us your 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 header for that third one, and then tell us a little about a little bit about it. Yeah. So I, I my header was for number three was where righteousness feels at home. This mm. that, that right now doesn't it seem like righteousness is kind of um, a visitor sometimes, you know, in our <laughs> yeah. both our personally in our lives we're not always right, but also in the world that that sometimes sometimes it gets it's right and then sometimes it falls apart, no but doubt. but in this in this new coming world righteousness is at home he's resting there you know kind of anthropomorphize righteousness as, yeah. a, as a, someone who's at rest and really isn't Jesus the righteousness of God so yes. so he's at rest here um, the Holy Spirit uh, it doesn't doesn't grieve anymore in our lives because the Holy Spirit is permanently with us but we can grieve him because we make his home our lives our hearts um, unbearable to him sometimes so I want you know a fun fun exercise I, I thought of was uh, just as you think of this coming world, what jobs will not exist in this coming world? You That's know? interesting. Yeah. yeah. What, do, what do you think, Dan? What are some? Well, um, I was just thinking like Undertaker, you know, uh, or or even even doctors and medical professionals, right? Because sickness, even sickness and death itself, will be no more, right? Yeah. So, what else? What did you come up with? The child protective services, not not there. Um, you know, there's no uh, uh, there's no unemployment lines. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, there's no um, there's no uh, yeah lawyers. Police officers. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of endless. Um, there's no compliance yeah. officers be, to make sure people aren't being cheat, you know, cheating. Um, yeah, it's it's cause it's just a fun it's a fun game. But yeah. yeah, it is amazing to kind of just stop and think about how many uh, occupations exist because we live in a broken world, mm. and and that's that's pretty wild to to think that there will be no need for that. Um, no activists. Mm. Yeah, you know, the fighting fighting for the world. We don't yeah. have to do that. It's, it'll be here. You, you know, something and back, this is back to Jeremiah 31. And, and as Gary was going over, over this, this ideal moral environment that, that, that he was talking about on the new earth. And I was just thinking, I don't know if you guys ever feel fatigue from, I mean, essentially what is just evangelism, but, but basically like contending for our faith um, and, and trying to explain to people why, why God's way makes the most sense. Right. And, and, and who God is in the world and, and, and almost appealing to people like be reconciled to God. Like this, this is what life is about. And obviously that's a great joy. And, and we, that's why we do what we do. Right. But, but do you guys ever feel the fatigue of that, the the weight of that, you know, the, the heaviness of that? So, so, Back to Jeremiah 31 in the 34th verse, it, it, you know, he says this, this amazing thing, like it's basically, um, we will no longer say to each other, uh, to, to our neighbors, know the Lord for everyone will know the Lord, <laughs> you know, from the greatest to the, to the least. Um, and, and Jesus will wipe away all of the, all of the sin and, and iniquity. And I just, man, that's one of the things that I just look forward to so much. It's like, we're all going to be on the same page. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and, and obviously I, I think that's one of the big tension points of this whole topic is we're like, you know, to, 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 to die is, 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 is gain. Right. 
Um, and we're, we're longing Jesus come back, you know, make everything right. But there's all these people in our life that we love that aren't in the kingdom yet, that don't know Jesus yet. And so it's just this weird tension where it's like, man, I'm longing for that day when I won't have to wonder if so-and-so knows God, we're all just going to be on the same page. But also this, this reminder, like I can look forward to that, but I also need to make sure that I'm being active in, in telling people about that hope um, that don't know it yet. Does that make sense? Yeah. Do you guys uh, feel that? That's, that's even something that uh, Gary st- touched on actually that and that's my next header <laughs> you're, kind of, you're kind of bleeding in right there, there we go well give, give us give us the next header take, yeah, take so, us right down the road uh this is, this is like a quote from i, I think it's uh, jonathan edwards um he talks about he- harmony heavenly harmony mm. this new world is harmonious and uh you know i i was listening and uh, thinking how um how self-centered my vision of heaven is you know i'm looking for forward to rest for me and peace for me but actually, um, it's it's even peace for those who I'm not at rest with, those who are are um, difficult. Uh, I was talking with Heather Moog this morning, and she and she brought up when when Gary shared that uh, he says, "Love love your enemy and, and never return evil for evil." Why why do we do that? He says, "Well, first it, it transforms us into the likeness of Jesus, but secondly, when this new world comes, we're going to see people who are there because we gave grace to them when they treated us like a dog." Mm. And uh, so that that it's it's deeper than just um, stop fighting. It's recognizing the the um, harmony, the the way my life connects with yours, and the way that you know individuals together are 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 um, enjoying the fullness, resting and enjoying each other. It's not that it's not that I don't think it's going to be like we're like omnicompetent, like everybody doesn't need anybody because we're now full. I think there's that going to be that con- continual sense of I'm I'm who I am and you're who you are, but now I'm able to fully appreciate and enjoy you because we're all resting in this new um, vision of harmony in life with God. Yeah, that that, that sounds awesome. Uh, I love that. Um, and you just like, Dan, you said that too, of just like, oh, we're on the same page. And I think we just take for granted how much energy we spend not being on the same page with people. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, like one of the jobs that I thought about is HR, human relations, no longer needed. <laughs> yeah. And and praise Jesus because of that. Um, and even like I was thinking about, you know, this morning I was thinking about um, this this module that Dan and I are working on, and it's about spiritual gifts. And, um, you know, a lot of energy on a ministry level is spent in today's world trying to get people to use their spiritual gifts. You were trying to convey the, the importance and the the worth in using your gifts and serving and all those things. And I just love to think about that, that in heaven, we're not going to have to do that, that everybody will be, will be serving one another and just in harmony, like you said, and not having this kind of like, I feel like a used car salesman sometimes, you know, I'm like, <laughs> right. Hey, you should serve and use your yeah, gifts. Yeah, yada, yada, yada. Oh man. All right. Well, the, 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 the fifth thing is, is really interesting. And, and I, I bet we don't spend a lot of time thinking about this. This is an, an amazing reality from, from Luke 22 is this idea that we will, we will rule with Jesus in his kingdom. And I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't spend a lot of time thinking about that. And I think if I did, I would live differently. Right. And, and so I would, I would be kind of preparing for that better, I think. And so that, that's how it really hit me. Um, that, you know, when I heard that just, okay, like I heard Jesus just saying, okay, what are you doing to get ready to, to rule with me? What kind of a ruler are you going to be? You know? Um, so Nate, what, what did you kind of do with that, that fifth and final point? Yeah, there? that's great. Yeah. In first Corinthians, Paul talks about, uh, he says, you know, I guess the Corinthians were suing each other <laughs> and says, don't you know, can't you get it right between yourselves? You're going to judge angels. Wow. You know? Wow, what a, what a thing. But, um, so my number five was uh, participation with Christ is no longer unbelievable, but matter of fact. Don't you think, sometimes I think about this, boy, what a poor judge of character God is. <laughs> you know, if he's going to invite us to participate in this right, rule, right, right. Right, you know, that I look at myself now and I look, especially I look at Dan oh, and I'm like, on. there's no way. <laughs> no, 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 seriously. You know, it's like, like, oh, wow. I, I can't imagine a, a time where I wouldn't, I would be awkward you know, I, where, where I wouldn't feel like a total sham to be mm. sitting there with Jesus. But in this coming world, 
right now I may be incredulous about that, but in but when that time comes, it'll just be matter of fact. It'll be, of course, that's right. And there'll be no sense of of you know, I, I'm a, I'm a fake I'm incompetent. Like incompetent. Or yeah, I, I'm yeah. substandard. Gosh, you know, he's really he's really um, you know lowering the bar. He's doing me a favor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and of course his kindness is is, is boundless. But I don't think that's going to be what's going to be like. I think we'll be eternally grateful. But but there'll be a fitness. Mm-hmm. We will you know we will be like him. And so you know, like Paul talks about, uh, I will see him fully, even as I'm fully known. We'll be we'll, we we will be like him when we see him. So there's a sense that that our deepest anxieties about our own inability to um, honor and serve God that will be gone too. Even even that. Yeah, and there, there's something so important for us in in that because we we all kind of understand what it takes to to be at the helm of something. We all kind of understand through experience or, or at least just by watching other people, it's like, okay, there's tasks to be done. There's people to be managed. There's, uh, you know, things to learn. There's, um, conversations to have ways that there's growth and progress, right? We all kind of understand that at least on the, on a human level. And I think the error that a lot of people make when they're, when they're, when they're thinking about, uh, the new heaven and the new earth and just the glory of heaven is they, they don't realize how much there will be to do. And I think a lot of times we, we kind of picture heaven and we're like, well, it's better than hell. Right. And, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and I'm, I don't know, like if I can sit on a cloud and strum a harp for, you know, 10,000 years, uh, times a million, right. Like forever. And for, for those people that maybe have that kind of, you know, um, assumption about heaven it's really not what the, what the Bible teaches. It's not what Jesus talks about when he when he's talking yeah. about his kingdom. And so, um, I think it having a right understanding of the types of things we're going to be doing when we get there really helps us grow in that anticipation and really helps us cling to the hope of that inheritance. Because when when life gets hard, right? If we if we kind of have a a bland, mundane, boring assumption or understanding of what heaven's going to be like, it's not really much of a help to us in, as we kind of, you know, go through the minutia of life mm-hmm. or the sufferings of life. So I think having a robust, accurate biblical understanding of what we're going to be doing when we get there really helps whet our appetite for what it's going to be like. Amen. Amen. Right on. Absolutely. And I think like one of the things we can do for that, like Gary said on Sunday, and I think we've all done is if we're trying to think about what God's plan is going to be for the new world then it's helpful for us to look at what his plan was for the first world, right? Before we broke it. Right. <laughs> and if you think about it, in the beginning, that's so this was God's plan for Adam and Eve. Hey, rule the world, you know? Eat fruit. He tells them, rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the air and over every living creature that moves in the ground. This was his design for them. And so we shouldn't be that surprised when he then says for the new world, hey, you're still going to do the ruling like I asked you to. But I think that sometimes when we hear the word like ruling, we instantly like equate it to this like monarchy overlord type thing. Like some yeah. people probably heard what we just said and like, Oh, are you guys Mormons now? You're going to rule over the worlds in, in the new world. Um, but in reality, no, it's like, a, it's a sweeter picture that really we've twisted this, this idea of ruling things. We've twisted it to become this, Oh, you can't rule unless you're ruling over people, mm. unless you're ruling over humans and dominate, dominating people. Like exactly. There's, there's, an, yeah. there's always a kind of a taste of oppression of, or hierarchy. Of hierarchy. Right. Yeah, yeah. That's that's yeah. a that's a great uh, reminder. I mean, I mean, you know, when when uh, when Danny, were you talking about? Well, it's not as not as bad as hell. Right. <laughs> I, was, I was thinking, but it's not quite as good as Maui. You know, <laughs> right, right, right. And, and, you know, or Disneyland for Sean, maybe. <laughs> uh, but Love but it. the um, but the reality is, no, all those things are created and. Kind of earlier in our conversation, you know, we were t- discussing this idea that um, there's this, these, these goods that we enjoy, but they don't quite satisfy. And, and yet the good that's there is good because it's made by God to be good. So if you enjoy surfing because you feel the, the, the power of the ocean and, your, and the speed of the, and the wind in your hair and the, the light of, you know, getting thrown in the air, um, <laughs> that, that's because God is like that. <laughs> he, he's, a gener- he's a generous, he's powerful, but he's... He's, uh, you know, giving himself. He's he's there, uh, um, wanting to to you to enjoy what he what he's made, and what he's like, and so that that's the full picture. And so um, it's going to be even better than the best day you've ever had. 
Yeah. Oh man. It's so good. Uh, just to add to that picture of, of our responsibility and roles, I was thinking about, well, we just said the Genesis thing, but also I was thinking about, um, in first Corinthians, I think in first Corinthians six, where Paul says, like, don't you know, don't you know that the, you're going to judge? I think he says the saints are going to judge the world. And that then he says that we are going to judge the angels, which is crazy to think about that, that, that we're going to be put in a higher place than the angels. So have hope, have faith. You're not just going to be the overload of the overlord of the fish <laughs> angels as well. <laughs> my, my son um, Emmett has been obsessed with making cardboard guitars. I, I have, Cohen, I have a, Cohen has one. Uh, yeah, that's he right. has a double. He has a double neck. <laughs> He's got a double like, neck. Uh, yeah, that's SG, right. It's dude. Emmett it's original. Rich. Yeah. Wow. So, so uh, you know, um, this even if if you know you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, you know, I'm not so good at X or I'm not so good at Y. You know, the th- part of that whole lack of feeling good about ourselves comes from the fact that we're constantly comparing ourselves to somebody else who's better than we are. Hmm. But when when Emmett is making his popsicle and cardboard guitars, he's so just enjoying that and delighting it. He's not thinking, you know, there's people who actually make real guitars. <laughs> and I'm not even, you know, he's just enjoying what he's doing. And I, I, again, this, this um, just reflecting on what makes what we enjoy less enjoyable. And recognizing in this this coming place, our role, our 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 hobbies, the things we that we fire, the people we enjoy, the 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 parties we've been to, or we've had great conversation, fun dancing, and all that kind of stuff, all that stuff, all that is is good, and it's re- it's centered in the life of God, who's generous and happy. <laughs> yeah, and so. Yeah. So let that let that spur you on, even in these these uh, literally dark times. As the sun, you know, is, is sets earlier, as it's colder, dark times of of, of political uh, and and health um, upheaval. That 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 we don't have to get trapped in the fear that this is how it's going to be. It's never getting any better. We've we've had this promise. John has written down these words are trustworthy and true. Yeah, and and that's such a great thing for us to think about as we celebrate Advent, right? As we, as we're in this Christmas season, you, you know, John talks about the, that Jesus is the light of the world, right? That he has, he has in, through the incarnation, he entered into that darkness and where, and, and where light is darkness cannot be anymore. And so just as we think through all of these amazing realities, and as we prepare our hearts to, to celebrate Christmas this is so important. And, and, and so just let these truths just like shine into the, the places in your life, the places in your heart where it just feels a little dark right now. And I think we, we all are feeling that in some way because of just the circumstances of this year that we've had, but we, we, we get to cling to a a hope that, that shines light into all of that darkness. So that's, Mm. that's powerful. Hey man, and I think it begs the question: like, what do we do with it? You know, because it's not just we cling to it, but but we're told to share this, and that's an active thing. Mm-hmm. You know, bear with me here, but I'm, I'm going to make a weird analogy. It's almost like picture, you know, cake. Cake exists in the world. You eat it. Cake is a thing. But picture that you are told this new type of cake recipe that is mind blowing, changes your life. It is the best thing that has ever been tasted in the history of humans. Okay. Now on its own, that's a broken analogy because some people are more just naturally givers and some people are more takers. That's just not, some people are really generous. They want to share those things. Other people will say, no, I want this cake for myself. I want to save every bite. The picture now that the cake is unlimited supply. There's no limit to how much cake you can share. So even if you're a selfish little person who wants to eat all the cake, that's okay. Because you got unlimited cake, man. You can share it. (laughs) Now picture that it's national cake month (laughs) and everywhere you go, everyone's going to be talking about cake, about their cake that they like about, Oh yeah, I like cake's okay. I do this once a month kind of thing. And everywhere you go in your workplace, in the grocery store, on people in the front of their houses, they got cake signs in front of their houses. Everywhere you go, there's cakes. We love cake. <laughs> how cake, cake how crazy would it be for you to not ex- exclaim and share this miracle cake with all those people? Like it is such an easy opportunity for Mr. Cake Man during National Cake Month to talk about the real cake. Mm. Jesus is our cake, people. <laughs> he's the cake of cakes. Yeah, he's the he cake. is the cake yeah. of cakes. Yeah, you, you know, and and that's actually a, a great um, tie into what T- Dan was talking about earlier with um, sharing the gospel because. 
um, to the degree that we enjoy and are delighted in who God is and what he's done through his son and amazed by that, that is the degree which we want to share. If we mm. don't, it, it's a, to complete your analogy, it'd be like, I um, knew it was the best cake in my head, but I didn't really, I didn't really believe, you know, it. believe it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so, of course, I'm not going to share that cake with anybody else until I'm, I'm, I'm sold out on it. And so it's not a matter of me, you know, um, um, working myself up to it or, or giving myself a task. I got to tell five people about cake this month, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and when, when it's, it's, that's why the behold podcast, it's, right. it's, it's in looking and seeing this, he's, he's laid it out. I love how that picture of revelation 21, one through five, it's such a vivid thing to see in your mental, uh, eye. Yeah, yeah. And just yeah. to look at it and 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 compare that to your picture. What picture do you have of reality? Yeah. And if the two don't match, it's not that picture that's wrong. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. your picture that's wrong. And don't feel bad about that. Soak in more. Let listen to the story that God's telling you about about reality. And then and then that fuels your desire. It overcomes fear of sharing. You know, especially you know people get so uh, worked up sometimes on on social media and at places if. If you're, uh, you know, sharing the gospel because it seems like it's attacking, but we're not a, trying to attack. We're just trying to share them about what's something that's better than the best cake ever. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, and and as always, we're, we're always trying to to encourage all the people that listen to the show and and all the people that we interact with during the week, just to to do stuff with this and to <clears throat> let and 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 what's so cool about it is is. God, God really, his plan for us, t- for this stuff to spill out into action, it, it really starts with, w- with an internal process of, of beholding and abiding and, and trusting and believing, right? And then the, the application overflows from that. And so just as always, we, we encourage you guys to go check out the message notes and Gary has some great discussion and reflection questions for us. We always want to just be encouraging our people to, to go check that out. And, and I thought maybe a fun way to end our time together would be just to look at number four off of that list. And, and, uh, and we could just go around and share what our answer is to that. And so Gary asks us, uh, what's one of the first things you'll want to do on the new earth? So I don't know if you guys have been thinking about that, but, uh, you guys want to, want to share really quick what, what, what you'd go for. Mm. That's a good question. Um, yeah, uh, well, ob- obligatory first answer. I want to taste the cake that Jesus makes. Whatever that is, must be amazing. <laughs> Second of all, you know, I, I don't know exactly, and I think most of us don't know exactly what marriage will look like in, in heaven, you know, of what, not marriage per se, but our, our knowledge and our relationship with our current wives or spouses. We don't really know what that looks like exactly. We have different, different ideas and different interpretations. However, Still, at my current understanding, the first thing I will do is find Patty and give her a big hug. Nice. I'll be there too. I'll be a group hug. <laughs> we will have dish you because lunch took too long. Um, I know for me, the the thing that I probably am really excited about doing is is traveling. Which I don't know if anyone's ever thought about that, but there's gonna be it's gonna be a world, a whole world to see. There's gonna be uh, <clears throat> mountains to climb and waterfalls to jump off of and, uh, coral reefs to explore and rivers to fish in and, and whatever. Right. Um, there may even be uh, off-road trails to, to drive a, a truck down. I don't know, but, um, I'm just excited to, to get out and just experience creation, mm-hmm. how, how it was originally intended to be. Right. Because, because of the sin and brokenness of the world, what we're seeing in creation is just a, it's like it's like looking through a dimly lit mirror, right? It's it's mm. a shadow. It's a it's just a shell, and it's amazing. I mean, it's beautiful. Cre- the creation is, but can you imagine what what a sunset's going to look like? You know, in the new earth, or can you imagine what it would be like to climb up a glacier? You know, in, in, on the new earth, or to I don't know. Are we going to be able to like? I don't know, like run in a field with deer or, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just excited yeah. about like getting out in the wild and like seeing, yeah. seeing what the world is like. And, and what's going to be cool too is, um, we won't need to like sleep 
or anything, or, you know, we won't need to like save up our money to go on that trip or, you know, we won't have to, I mean, we'll just be able to go, you know? And if it, and if it takes me 10,000 years to walk to, you know, the new Mount Everest and you know, I, who cares? Like, <laughs> you know, I, I'll, I'll take that time and, and I'll worship Jesus as I do it. So do you, you kind of get what I'm saying? Yeah, guys? Yeah, no, I'm, yeah. I'm with you. It's, it's kind of like, you know, the, um, the mafia saying, you know, sleeping with the sharks or sleeping with the fishes <laughs> right, is right. like, that's not really a threat anymore. You know, right, <laughs> it's like, right, right. yeah, I'm going to go. No, I, I, I'm with you. I, um, yeah, I want to see, I want to see the, the, the world of danger, fear and, and, uh, scarcity that we currently live in, <laughs> uh, not, not, it won't be like that anymore. Just yeah. walking through, just discovering, seeing, seeing beauty without fear of, Oh, there's a tiger. I don't have to run away. Right. You know? <laughs> it's like running toward. Hey, hey, hey. Um, yeah, I, I think the people, and I'm kind of like cheating. I'm getting to here, but um, <laughs> yeah, just just I want to see the people who are there, those who've gone, uh, those even those who have wronged me, who will be there, or, wow. or the, those I have wronged, you know, and seeing seeing them and and resting in, in this in the harmony and beauty that that the world that's. Uh, filled with the glory of the Lord. Yeah. Sounds awesome. It, it does. And we hope that as you've listened to this episode, that you're getting hyped because we're getting really pumped thinking about <laughs> heaven and thinking about eternity with Jesus. And we hope that you are too. And man, use that. Just rest in that, lean into it, think about it, pray about it, talk about it. This is, I mean, again, each week I'm going to make this cliche. This is the reason for the season. This is the reason it's uh, yeah. cake month. Get, get together month. with other people. Uh, you know, one of the things is sometimes it's hard to behold on your own. Hmm. But like just having mm-hmm. Sean, you, and, and Dan here just talking, man, it, it, it makes my thoughts even like spurs them on yeah. beyond what I normally would have even thought of, you know. So, yeah, get with, get with people. Have a, Christmas, have a Christmas beholding session. Open up the, uh, open up the present of the new the, the coming world, the world that's on its way that Jesus has made possible through coming as one of us. That's awesome. Yeah. Just two quick ideas. If you have trouble starting that behold session, just ask your spouse or ask your kid or ask your parent or whoever, hey, what's the first thing you want to do in heaven? What an easy, casual way to get that beholding going. Second thing, if you need help starting that whole sharing the, the cake news message in Christmas, one easy idea is, hey, write a Christmas card to someone and just drop some hints in there. Hey, I'm so excited to celebrate Jesus with you this month or whatever it looks like. It's it's easy, low-hanging fruit this month to point to Jesus. So we encourage you guys to do that. Okay, guys, thanks as always for, for sharing in this beholding time with us this week. We had a lot of fun. We hope you did too. Again, show notes are always going to be on the website. And also, if you want to look at Sarah Mang's Caring Bridge, again, that's caringbridge.org slash visit slash Sarah Mang. We love you guys. We're praying for you guys, and we hope to catch you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe for future episodes of Behold. If you would like more information about Valley Bible Church, or if you'd like resources from this episode, go ahead and check out vbc.online forward slash behold. Catch you guys next week.